Welcome to the You Matter Podcast, where together we'll laugh, grow, and learn to love others more each day. We believe that each person has intrinsic value and everyone has a story that's still unfolding. Join us as we hear stories of real people and get inspired to go out to remind people in this world that they matter too. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode nine of the You Matter podcast. I'm super excited to chat with today's guest, and I've just had the privilege of getting to know him for a while, and he stood out in my life as having such a heart for others and is a friend to everyone he meets, and he's an awesome dad of three girls, and I just think a man of character and faith. And just occasional breakouts of just the best dancing you've ever seen, Mike. <laughs> but with that said, I'm just so happy to welcome Mike Kane to the podcast. Hey, Mike. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, happy uh, to have you. So awesome. So I get to know you a little bit, but I'd love if you could just introduce yourself a smidge to everybody listening. Just share a little bit of who you are. Okay. Uh, Michael Kane. Uh, they call me Mike. Um, <laughs> I am uh by perfect well i'm married my wife karen lovely wife karen and three great daughters megan allison and haley and i work at a place called saint joseph center i'm a physical therapist i'm the clinical director i oversee the therapy program there for individuals with special needs uh, and a bunch of other things that end up coming my way doing that job and i also um really love doing small group with the high school um crowd and I just finished up uh with a gr- great group of guys they were senior seniors this year and, and launching out into big church and uh it's probably about nine years I've been doing that so a lot of a lot of trips and things and that's where we got to really get to know each other a little bit last year on the, our Habitat for Humanity and high school camp I guess or yeah uh, no it was uh not high school camp uh, saying the wrong big place stuff, big right? stuff yeah because there's so many camps that go along there I yeah before that there are, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, you know, of course, but that was the dancing I was referring to. Yes, I, I yeah, think the infamous, really it, it follows you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Affectionately known to the crowds as old guy. Old guy, were, but... I had no idea what they were chanting until I got off and all the youth pastors were saying, could you hear what they were saying? Yeah. Old guy, evidently, <laughs> that, that gets you some street cred with the younger crowd. It honestly did. Yeah, that's when you sealed the deal. So yeah, I guess for everybody listening who didn't get to witness it, Mike oh, it was ugly. shocked the crowd with his awesome dance moves in front of like hundreds or like thousands of high schoolers at camp. So. And to be honest, I could not have done that without the help of a number of the high school girls <laughs> while on the Habitat Works, like showing me uh, I, it just a number of dances that I butchered and really uh, embarrassed myself with. But my youngest daughter was there and she did not start walking home so I guess I did good enough uh and gave her the prize package of the small shirt they gave me and if you see me I don't wear a small shirt so (laughs) well that takes some courage so that's pretty good (laughs) but but yeah well awesome well I love I mean I ask all the people that come on the podcast but I think it's a cool way just to catch a glimpse into people's lives. So I'd love to jump in by asking you just like a story of a time when that maybe comes to mind of a time that people have made or someone has made you feel like you matter in your life. Well, I have a, probably a couple uh, ideas on that from a one from a professional 
standpoint from working as a physical therapist, as we provide care um, to individuals. And I, you kind of get into a routine with that and you're doing your thing. And it's, 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 it's rewarding to see God work through you as a therapist to get that healing. It's not by me, but it's by, by God to see people recover and, and rehabilitate. And there was a young fellow I did work with who had a, a, um, a diagnosis of it would be uh, pretty much your life expectancy is between 20 and 30 years old. Yeah. And we worked a number of years together in a swimming pool area because we specialize in aquatic therapy. And, and he got to the point where he couldn't walk. He was in a power wheelchair. He was a great guy. And um, and it really hit me when 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 you have to hold on to somebody and hold them above the water and keep them above, they, they have to have a lot of trust in in their therapist and in the person holding them. And we'd have great conversations. And, and, um, and I thought it was just kind of part of what I do. And, and he, towards the, the end of our, our working together, he had a choice to make whether or not he wanted to take a procedure that would allow him to live a little bit longer um, if things got rough for him or, or to stay kind of where he's at. But if he took the procedure, he couldn't go swimming. And he just, he said, no, I, this is more important to me to stay in this relationship. So that just makes you sit back and go, whew, wow. Like I, you know, you feel that. And, um, and we kept going, he was seasonal. He would come in because, uh, through the summer, cause the winters were tough on him for his breathing. And, um, again, just really got to bond and he, he had a rough patch where he actually was, um, in the hospital and his, uh, condition got so bad that they, he had to be resuscitated. And when he recovered and he was, came back and, um, he said to me, you know what, we talk, shared faith. And he said, you know what, I am no longer afraid of what's next because I've been there. And it just melts your heart and say, you know, he, he just had such confidence in, in his faith. And um, it, it just, you know, I was here for a purpose. God put him with me for that to really understand that uh, what I do does matter. So it's kind of uh, kind of a a, a you know, I'm a little choked up about it, but it's, it's, yeah. I don't, I, I often reflect back on that. I have a picture of him hanging in my office and he gave me a, after he passes, his mom gave me a um, t-shirt. He was a big wrestling fan. And of course, in wrestling, you have different nicknames and I was the bald eagle and he was the Falcon. <laughs> and um, we just know that he's flying somewhere high now and, and that sort of thing. So it really was uh, probably in my career, the, the, one of the, the toughest, but yet, you know, knowing that you made a difference. So that, that was, that was, uh, uh, a, a real, you know, moving experience for me. And, and, yeah. but he just really was a great guy and, um, yeah. his family's really special and, um, yeah. you know, and now he's, he's with the Lord. So. Yeah. Thank you for so, sharing that. Sure. But yeah. Just having that confidence in the Lord. It's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing to see people walk through it, like with that confidence that only comes from knowing him. So, but that's a sweet bond you guys had. Yeah. 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 The only other time is when I was young, my great relationship with my grandparents and my grandmother. Um, uh, again, not to get too personal, but my parents, uh, when I was young, uh, they split up and we went to my grandparents and my grandmother sat us down and said, you know what, it's not your fault and you're special and, and uh, really gave us the support we needed. So I, I think from the beginning, my grandparents really just influenced uh, sort of how 
much it's important it is to be caring. Yeah. So, so awesome. but grandparents anyway. are pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma, I think she has this um like little saying. I like love my grandma. We're really close, and she has a saying in her house that says like, "I never knew how much like love my heart could hold until somebody called me grandma." And they really can have, like, just such an influence on your life. and But that's a special bond, too. That's cool. But awesome. Well, I think, I mean, all these people have made you feel like you matter. Um, but I think that's probably shaped you. And just you make a lot of people feel like they matter and um, have, whether it's, you know, riding a bus 20 or more hours. <laughs> camp with a bunch of high schoolers sitting next to a high schooler <laughs> um, or just you know working in PT or being a dad like I think God uses you in a lot of areas but um, so yeah when things like that come to mind is there maybe something that comes to mind of when you have maybe felt like you've been able to remind someone that they matter um, yeah they're uh, probably well my job is to treat everybody like they are, you know, the most important person. It's really called person-centered care, um, where you're just, um, you know, looking at all their needs and really focusing on them. And it's not about me, but what can I do to make them better? So that's that's sort of on the professional side. But I don't want that to be sounding so mechanical because it's it's easy to get into that rut. But, um, but as far as just caring um, and with our students, um, I, I remember on a Habitat trip, uh, there was a young lady who was just really struggling. Um, you're far away from home. Um, she maybe was around folks she didn't know too well. And it was just maybe not getting along. That day wasn't a great day. And, and you could just tell she was sort of going in a different direction. And, um, and, and the level of frustration you could see was there. I said, come, come on over with me. Let's let's work on this section of the house. And um, there's a section up the of the uh, where we're on a restore. So it was all rebuilt, and there was a section of uh, siding that was way up high. It was kind of falling off, and we were designed to repair repair it and replace it. So I said, "You hold the ladder. I'm going to go up and grab the shingle." And we took it off and brought it down, and we measured and had her kind of engage. And that was the biggest thing. Is she's sitting back? She was sitting off to the side, sitting under a tree. And this kind of gave her a purpose a little bit. So, come on, you're gonna you're gonna do this with me, and we'll. And she was it, it wasn't like force. She really was right. looking for someone maybe to 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 you know show a little attention. So we we pulled that shingle off or that shake off, and we measured and got a new one. And she was sort of getting into it, and sort of like, okay, this is good. And I said, now what I want you to do, and I in my tool belt I had a sharpie, and I, I flipped it over. I said, I want you to sign this and put the ear on it. She looked at me kind of funny, like, what are you saying? I said, sign this and put it on and I said now we're going to put this up there and you're going to leave your mark on this house and no matter where you are you know that you've made a difference down here by just putting this back up there and making their life their house a little bit better and I think that really kind of helps her realize uh, it's a little bit bigger than me and yeah. that you can make a difference and that can stick with you and um and that that I think is uh you know, I, I, I haven't seen her in a while. It's been a long time. She's probably long gone. I think she was going into maybe be a hairdresser or something. And this is probably five, six years ago. But it yeah. sticks with you. And I really think she really appreciated that and, and made her feel. And it's just simple acts like that. I think that um, with the kids, just that sense of purpose and, and that they matter and they can make a difference that uh, yeah. maybe um, 
it changed her trajectory for the day and who knows her legacy might be that she's out being small group leader somewhere. So yeah. you just don't know. So. Yeah, that's so true. I love that. Like even something small, like it can feel like, oh, I'm, I'm not putting the roof on. I'm not doing the big job. But like even the small things are what help build the house. But in anything we do, like serving people in a small way still is something bigger than ourselves. So I love that. That's really cool. And I think that probably rippled because now kids are just signing all the things they were. Well, <laughs> well, it's underneath, not the outside. We're not doing yeah. graffiti. We're not trying to tag things and you know do anything yeah. like that. But uh, but uh, yeah, that can be um, uh, a way to yeah just leave your mark, but in a subtle way, and and you know it, and you're helping out. So yeah, yeah, that's mm. really cool. Mm. I bet she thinks of it still, but. I hope. That's awesome. So I do, I think um, you just carry this like, I mean, whether you're doing stuff like that, carry this like genuine kindness and joy about you. And um, that's just pretty <laughs> infectious, I think, just so fun. Um, so where do you think, um, like, you would, if you would have to say, where would your care for others come from? Or like, just the motivation behind just I love what you said about like treating everyone like they're the most important person. Yeah. Like, how, where does that come from? You think? I, I would say from from my well, from God, but from from um, from my grandparents and their faith and just how they treated people um, with their uh, business. They were simple folks. I grew up in the Lancaster County area, and they had a little mom and pop grocery store, and then grew into having a hobby that became a business and. Um, I work doing what, if you can't find an employee, you find a relative. So you're, you're mowing the grass and sweeping the parking lot and doing the different things. But when it came to a career choice, they were very much like, you don't, you strike out on your own, make, make a difference. Um, and, and um, the easy path would have maybe to stay there and inherit. And this was more choose your path. And uh, I always wanted to care, uh, do, do healthcare. And um, back then there weren't computers, there were books in the schools and they'd flip it open and it'd be like, oh, you like this, you like that, how about therapy? And I, I, I don't know how I ended up in the school. I ended up as a great school was, uh, down in Philadelphia and uh, just I met my wife there. So it's kind of like if I wouldn't have maybe gone that path, I wouldn't, wouldn't have my relationship with my wife and have the three daughters. So it's just, you know, um, and they, they just cared for their employees so much as far as learning off of them and just treating them fairly um, and, 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 and generosity and uh, giving. And uh, whether it's by monetary means, because they have a foundation that I, I still am connected with, with the business. I sit on the foundation board and it uh, allots money towards different um organizations that do good in the community from church-based organizations to um, like rescue missions and things in the Lancaster County area. So it's, it's great yeah. to be part of that legacy, but also striking out sort of on my own to, to follow my passion for caring with people, being a physical therapist and, uh, and providing services there. And I didn't even know what branch I would go into from, from physical therapy because there's so many areas to go into. And I'm yeah. now 17 years in a, in a group home with individuals with special needs and, uh, the folks that need the most care um, uh, throughout their lives, they're residential and they, they live there for their life. And I provide services to help them um, 
you know, sit better and move better and work with a great group of people that are just dedicated their life to caring for individuals who can't care for themselves. So, so uh, it becomes a part of my, I don't know. I don't think about it. I just do it. And uh, I think it's just, um, it's a blessing. I mean, I don't look at it as work. I think it's just something that, uh, you know, God's just put me where he needs me. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's kind of like, it's encouraging too. when you think, because when you're picking what you want to do and you're trying to figure out and everything, it's like, you feel like you need all the answers, but like you said, like kind of just, you know, pick something that might be a good fit. And then, I mean, God really does do the rest and takes you like so many people say, you know, like if it were up to me, I would not have been able to plan this. So that's encouraging at my age when you're like, you know, you think like, Oh, I got to have it all figured out, but you just take the next right step that you feel called to. And then, I mean, it's awesome that your work, you enjoy doing it. Like it doesn't even feel like work. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now I see the blessings every day. Like I not only do therapy, but I'll get donations come in. I don't know. We're just with our center is just known for in the community um, for just helping. And I'll have donations of walkers or bedside commodes or wheelchairs I've, I've sent wheelchairs to africa i've sent oh, wheelchairs local i've sent and a person just called me the other day and say hey i heard you got wheelchairs how'd you hear well the police officer because i was hit by a car and they, i don't have insurance and, and i'm like okay well where do you live okay well let me see what i have and god provides it's so amazing that I could tell you a dozen stories where I didn't think I had something and I, I got that same week, I got a call. Hey, I've got two wheelchairs. My husband passed. Could you use them? So I get them in and get them out. It's all through Good Samaritan type program. It's not that I'm trying to, you know, take away from anything, but I, it's a gift to us and I gift it on and it's a blessing to them. And it's just, you know, repurposing. I'm sort of a pack rat. So I, my uh, little, sheds of things I, they get a little full and my staff yell at me and i say you never know when you're going to need that i think that's because my grandparents from depression era and they saved everything <laughs> a little bit and uh sure enough um yeah i got a, a wheelchair and i said well do you need just a wheelchair do you need a bedside commit and maybe a walker <gasps> do you have one of those sure so i i guess a couple yeah. fridays ago i was able to get that out and then probably in the next week i'll go collect one from the community out just on my way in and out to work and it's not even yeah. something i plan it just sort of happens so that's cool. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. no, God provides. Yeah. It really is kind of like, well, I've never seen one of those uh, come through. And then I'll get a call and God's like, hey, you remember that person asked? Here, here you go. So, yeah. so we awesome. make connections. It's generous so. part. So well, I can't do it alone. I, it's it's not, not me. It's God. And it's the, the put me in a place that allows me to do that. I could never do that in a, in a for-profit uh, they'd be all over me and not saying I'm wasting my time, you know, and it's all yeah. about productivity. Cause trust me, I worked that. I learned it's, it's work ethic. If you, if you, if you do good work, your productivity is always going to be there. Um, and you love what you do. It'll be there. But, uh, um, you know, I have my second degree is in health administration. So I kind of know that side of it too, but I try to make it yeah. more about the caring side than the bean counting side. Yeah. I find that easier. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's so, well, awesome. So I'd love to ask you, I'm loving hearing like just the influence your grandparents have had is um, just raising you up and um, just the influence that's had. So that's so cool. Um, but I also just have admired the way that um, you and your wife have just like 
just how you are with your girls. I mean, your wife was my softball coach, like, Oh, that's right. Oh my goodness. We, we, we're like everywhere, I guess. I don't know. She's yeah, wonderful. Right. She's, a, she's amazing. She does so, so good with her. She's a physical therapist too, but she does zero to three year old kiddos. And um, right now in this season, she's doing it on zoom and Skype and all that. So it's, she's, she's doing a, a, an amazing job. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, softball. Yeah. That's, that's a season ago. <laughs> I know. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I always said, wow, Allison's just, the best pitcher. Uh, <laughs> but that, yeah, wow, that's so funny. That goes back. Wow. Yeah. But I love that. So over those years, like what would be something maybe that um, you have learned like parenting um, together, maybe what the tidbit that God taught you through that? Wow. Uh, trust, I think. Just tr- uh, trust in God that he'll get you through the tough times uh, I mentioned earlier, our oldest daughter, I guess, and before we were talking a little bit uh, with this COVID, she was six months old and she had a liver transplant. So as our first child um, and she was diagnosed at two months, we had no, no real idea that that was going to be our, in our um, future. And um, she's, she's amazing. Uh, she's in graduate school. She's doing wonderful. Um, she's awesome. solid, calm, even keeled, uh, just caring, uh, young lady, a uh, young woman now, as she's say growing up, but, um, yeah. but, and our middle daughter, each one's so different, but she's determined. Allison, she is, um, they're all smart. That's from my wife. I, I, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dumb luck, but this, they're, <laughs> no. they're yeah. but, um, yeah, they, uh, teach us to trust because, you know, each one gets into different things and, uh, different experiences and just, you, you, you set them up, you hope you're doing everything right, and you just give it to God to, to carry them through. And our youngest is just going to be a senior this year. It's crazy. And she's looking to, you know, get into a career path to help other people, too. They're all looking in different. You know, oldest is going to be a, a English professor. She's in an English PhD program. The middle is in biomedical engineering. And uh, she's um, in a tough season right now because her co-op got canceled with the COVID, and she is... Um, had worked a season with me at, at St. Joe's, not under me, but with our, our individuals with special needs as a direct care. And she uh, she's looking to to plug back in there for the remainder of her break. Okay. And then and then our youngest is just getting ready for her senior year. So there's a lot of summer, um, I don't say whether it's summer reading or summer web works, as they call it now, yeah. trying to get her, her uh, math and chemistry and all the heavy courses, the AP courses and, and such, uh, getting a leg up on those so she's ready because uh you get a little rusty when you're not in the classroom and with these uh i would say not not prepared teachers they're prepared as they could be for this uh type of thing and 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 they're getting better at it so hopefully this fall will be back in the classroom or a combination that they can just finish strong so but i can't wait to see where god takes them because they're just uh, amazing but it's trusting and patience and and learning from them too. They're just uh, great girls. That's so, awesome. Proud of them. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but sweet. Well, I'd love to just like give it to you for the final word. If you were just able to encourage someone right now, whether we know them on the other line or whether we just they're a stranger, um, maybe if you could say one thing to encourage someone right now, what would you say to them? Just perseverance, you know, it's, it's right out of James. It's so practical. Um, 
our church just wrapped up the series on James, but we were, um, as I was encouraging my guys, uh, one of the fellows, parents asked me to write him a little something, and I, I pulled out James 1, and just talks about your perseverance and building, and asking God for wisdom, you know, it's it's not on all of us, it's, it's uh, we, we, we have to come to the game, but we, we don't have to have all the answers, and just to um, put your trust in the Lord, and, um, and uh, you know, pray that it's going to move things in the direction you need to go and if you if it's if it's not you have patience to know and ask for the wisdom to understand and go forward each day so, yeah i love james too so much so much wisdom in it but um we're going through james too with our um bible study from school and yeah that's just one of the things for it like we're amazed by that passage where it's like you know you ask for wisdom, God loves to give it, yeah. <laughs> and we'll give it in abundance. So we have that window and can ask, and I love that, that perseverance. So that's a good word to leave off on. Wicked good, I hear. Wicked good, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I listened to one of your podcasts, I got to admit. It was, I didn't get through all of them, but I really enjoyed them. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what the inside joke is, but I heard that all in them, and I thought I had to throw that in. That's so funny. Well, awesome. I'm just so thankful for this time that we've got. Uh, thank you. It's my pleasure. <laughs>